Here at Michigan Family Wellness, we believe chiropractic care and nutritional-based therapies are a foundational part of a healthy family lifestyle. No matter where you're at in the mitten, having a family is such an exciting time of life. So instead of feeling overwhelmed by stress, fatigue, and responsibilities with the kids, we invite you to become part of this empowering community to create happy, healthy families. By providing engaging interviews and practical applications, Dr. Wallner cultivates family health by equipping our listeners with the tools they need to elevate wellness in their own family. Dr. Wallner passionately serves the Michigan community at his chiropractic and nutrition-based practice, where he specializes in pregnancy, pediatrics, and family wellness care. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kyle Wallner. Good day, families, and welcome home. That's right, my name is Dr. Kyle, and this is the Empowering MFW Family, and we are so glad to be with you today. If you are joining us for the first time, I want to thank you for tuning in. The health of you and your family is your number one priority. It is your greatest asset. The best way to have a healthy family is by living a family wellness lifestyle. So if you're looking for efficient, effective, and sustainable ways to elevate your health and the health of your family, then I strongly recommend you make yourself comfortable because we have an amazing show for you today. And before we get to today's episode, let me say a few words as I do every week about Power Performance Gym. Power Performance Gym is dedicated to helping you achieve your best definition of healthy and strong. Power Performance specializes in strength and conditioning for individuals, small groups, and athletic teams, weight and pain management, as well as recovery and nutrition. Everyone at Power experiences a full movement and health analysis to build your blueprint for success targeting your goals. Mention the Michigan Family Wellness Podcast to receive your movement and health analysis as a complimentary gift. Learn more about how Power Performance can help you move, look, and feel better by visiting powergym.com. That's P-O-W-R-G-Y-M.com. Kat Golden grew up in the Detroit metro area and recently returned to the city after living in Denver for the last nine years. Kat's mission is to always help others feel like the absolute best version of themselves. She works with individuals and groups conducting weight loss programs, help with athletic performance, increased energy, and mindset training. Kat is the founder of Nine Lives Health and Mind. She is also the co-founder of the BU Campaign, a women's self-empowerment program. Kat is a monthly contributor for the Body Book blog and has been a partnering RN with the Michigan 4x4 Health Initiative. She has been a fitness enthusiast for the last decade and believes that where focus goes, energy flows. Focus on gratitude and moving your body and watch how your life can change. All right, families, let's welcome Kat. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the live stream today, Kat. Thanks so much for joining us. It's so great to Thank have you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us just a little bit more about what family looks like for you? Yeah, so I um, grew up in the Detroit metro area. And I graduated from college in 2006 um, with a business degree and actually moved to Denver. I went on a complete whim, did not know if I would stay. I ended up staying there for almost 10 years and then just moved back this last year to actually be closer to my family. So family is super important to me. Um, I have two brothers who I'm very close with. Um, One is actually moving to Germany for a year. And then my other brother is a nurse um, as well, just like me. And uh, we live together in Denver, and then he's actually doing a travel nursing assignment in California right now. Awesome. And then, yeah, my boyfriend, AJ, owns this coffee shop, which is, he's pretty great. And then I have a little dog, sir. Beautiful. Again, just really appreciate getting to know people. You know, when we have these discussions, allow people to connect just on that family level, especially in the context of the Family Wellness Clinic and the Family Wellness Podcast. You know, Kat, another thing that I always ask 
every one of my guests is, what do you love about the state of Michigan? Oh, so many things. So I think one of the biggest things that I love about Michigan, and I noticed, um, especially living in Colorado, and Colorado's beautiful, I love living there, but um, people from Michigan have so much pride. So it was just really unique when I lived there. Like, I always just felt all this, even though I was in such a beautiful place, like all this Michigan pride, like I was always wearing my Detroit stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyone that knew me knew I was from Michigan. And so I think um, just the pride that people have here in the culture and um, like the rich heritage and then definitely the diversity. Like I love being in the city and everything it has to offer, but then like being able to go to the lakes and I mean, people have no idea how beautiful Lake Michigan is and just the west side of the state. It's amazing. Absolutely. You know, I definitely resonate with everything you're saying about the beauty of the state. Uh, My wife and I are actually going to be up in Pictured Rocks camping later on in August. So, I mean. So beautiful. There's just so much to explore. We could be here all day talking about the beauty of Michigan. And I want to encourage people too. you know, as we see people joining, if you guys have any questions, please feel free to either comment in the sections below or at the end, if we're able to just save some time at the end with uh, respecting your time, Kat, if people have any questions, we can kind of field them uh, after our formal interview here. But feel free. If you guys want to punch in, just say hello, maybe where you're from joining us. That would be awesome. We would appreciate that. So once again, Kat, we want to get into a real discussion today because, you know, we could be talking about Michigan and family all day long, yeah, but we want to talk about some value so that people can actually elevate their health and their wellness lifestyle. That being said, again, you know, one of the things that I find makes these conversations so real, so raw and so relevant is just by sharing our stories. So as we go there, Can you definitely give us an idea of just a little bit of your backstory and what led you into being this health professional today? Yeah, so I, um, like I said, I moved to Denver in 2006. So I had a business degree. I was working in um, actually drug and alcohol rehab, um, kind of in database administration, like on the office side. And I met one of my best friends there at that facility and we got super close. And then she actually had a daughter that was born with spina bifida. Mm-hmm. And so at that time, um, we kind of both separately decided that we should go to nursing school just to, I think, I don't know, with, with wanting to be really passionate about helping people feel better. And then with her having her daughter, so we both went back to nursing school together. And then, um, I was working at the hospital, so I ended up getting a job at children's hospital, Colorado and was working there. And kind of through this time I had went through, um, a divorce and it didn't end well. And I was just actually kind of at a pretty rough place in my life, like around 2012, not having a lot of confidence, just kind of taking care of everybody else and not taking care of myself, um, which can be really common in healthcare, I feel like. And, um, one of my friends actually told me to go to this gym in Denver And I was like, why are you like trying to tell me something? And he was like, check it out. Like it reminds me of you. And so it's kind of like a boutique uh, kind of fitness studio. And so I was like, what, you know, what the heck, I'll just try it. And when I went there, um, I just completely fell in love with it. So their motto was I can, I will. And I just started telling myself that in the gym, but then it just definitely started translating into other areas of my life and, um, just, you know, kind of like really reframe my mindset. And then when I was there, I, um, got introduced to Isagenics, which is the company I work with now from the owner's wife. She was 39, had three kids and just looked amazing. And Mm -hmm. I was like, what are you doing? Like, how do I get some? And, uh, 
she was like, honestly, you're probably really acidic. You probably are under a lot of stress. You need to um, get rebalanced. And I did that. And then, yeah, I think, I think uh, people just kind of started asking what I was doing. And um, I just ended up really loving being able to help people like from the same situation I was in. I especially like helping people in healthcare feel better. Absolutely. And again, thank you, Kat, just for being vulnerable, for sharing your story. I mean, the everything with the divorce and everything with nursing. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the Facebook Live, on the podcast here. It's because I really do think you have that unique perspective. You have that traditional, formal nursing background. But then that stands in stark contrast to what essentially you're doing today. Would you agree? Yeah, I think. I think it does, but I think they can, they can be married. Well, um, I think you have to have balance. So I think, I don't know. I kind of love, I love a little bit of both. (laughs) Yeah. So that kind of leads into my next question, actually. What do you think is the biggest health issue in our culture today? Oh man. How much time do we have? No, just kidding. (laughs) Um, I think one of the biggest issues that I've seen, I think in our health culture today, I think I've seen in the hospital, I've seen in the gym, I've seen in like, uh, coaching individuals or in, in even like the weight loss club we've done. And I've, I found myself guilty of it too, but I think people are really looking for a quick fix. Like I think Mm -hmm. our society today and just the way that we've been programmed is that we just want a quick fix. People want a pill. They want something easy. And like I said, I've, I've also been guilty of it. Um, but I think you know, we, we have so much accessible at our fingertips, which is awesome. But I think sometimes at the end of the day, like th- good things, you know, take time and effort and it doesn't mm-hmm. happen overnight. Yeah. To your point, I almost think the prevalence or the accessibility of information is both a blessing and a curse because there is some really good information out there. But then there's also some really bad information out there. And especially for people who may have, you know, chronic health issues that really require some targeted therapies, you know, they could end up hurting themselves if they make their bone broth in the wrong way, or if they do their organic coffee enema, you know, in the wrong way, you know? So yeah, there's definitely, I would definitely resonate with that and agree with that. You know, again, Kat, that being said, if those are the issues we have going on, what do you see as the solution? If everyone's looking for that quick fix, what do you suggest people do about that from a practical application standpoint? Yeah, I think, I think setting realistic expectations is huge. Um, I think that's something that I find like really important to do with anyone that I work with, just setting realistic expectations, like telling them that it's going to take time and effort, like letting them know what the options are and not painting the picture that anything is going to be easy. I mean, I'm talking about even when I help kids at the hospital who, you know, need rehab, I'm like, this is going to be a tough road, you know, and not, not trying to smooth it over or, you know, helping people that need to lose five pounds can be a lot, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 50 pounds, you know, it can be a lot. And I think setting realistic expectations and, um, I've been reading a lot actually, um, about kind of choosing like pain versus pleasure. And it's kind of like, you're choosing between what kind of pain do you want? Like the pain of change or the pain of staying the same. And I think really painting that picture of what's realistic and, that it is going to take time and effort, but that it's worth it, you know, too. And I'll talk about this with my patients just to further illustrate your point. You know, again, going back to everyone wants that quick fix. Sometimes that quick fix really isn't possible, especially depending on the case, you know, but here's the thing. If you stick with it, if you, 
these therapies, you know, things like, you know, everything with our lifestyle, obviously chiropractic adjustments as well, they are such powerful stimuluses for healing, but you have to do them consistently and congruently for a long time for them. Yeah. To really get, it's like, it's like with finances or it's like with, you know, saving money. It's like, you got to start saving sometime and you got to do it for a long time to really reap the benefits. Actually, Kat, I do want to pause our official conversation real quick and actually lob you one, a question from our live audience here. Yeah, we have Mandy asking, what is a good first step that you might recommend in terms of a lifestyle change when life just seems overwhelming? Yeah, that's a really great, great question. Um, hi, Mandy. I know Mandy, she's AJ's cousin. Um, so I think this is something that I help people with. And I think there's kind of like a couple different steps. And this is like a really common question. I think, first of all, you have to know where you're going. You have to set some goals. So I think this can even be hard. And this was something that I really struggled with even after I got divorced. Like to me, every day was an emergency. Like if I made it to the end of the day and I was like, oh, like I made it, I'm good. So it, it can be even hard to even think about goals, to even know like what would make me happier? What am I, what do I want to do? So I would sure. say first step is definitely setting some goals, even mm -hmm. if it's small, even if in measurable goals, like I want to, um, like just say you want to exercise and get moving. I would say like, okay, my goal is two times this week to, to do some form of exercise or, or go for a walk or something like something that's concrete and measurable. Mm -hmm. So set a goal. Um, and I would say, don't try to change everything at once. Like just start one thing at a time, because if you right. try to do everything at once, you're going to feel like you're failing and yeah. then that will defeat the purpose. The second that I think is super important that can get missed a lot is what's your why. And this may take some time to figure out, exactly. but if you, if you don't have a why and you don't know, you know, what is important and why you're doing it, you won't do it. And mm -hmm. the why, the why also has to be very concrete. You can't just be like, well, I want to be skinnier. Like I tell people, I'm like, okay, we all right. want to be skinnier. Why do you want to be skinnier? Like, exactly. is it a wedding? Is it a vacation? Like, did you get a bad diagnosis from your doctor? Like, is it whatever it is? And it could be dumb to anybody else. It does not matter if it's important mm -hmm. to you. It's important. So yeah. really knowing that why, um, also writing that down. And then I think third is like enlisting accountability partners. And I have to do this. Uh, my best friend, Warren, we actually yesterday just text each other our goals. And I said, this is what I'm doing this week. I do a team call on Monday nights. I say, what are your goals? Like I write down their goals and I, I check in with them on it. And I'm, I'm happy to do that. If anyone, yeah. <laughs> if anyone yeah. needs someone to check in, but I think you have to have that accountability and just start small, which is, you know, kind of something else yeah. I think we will get into, but I would definitely start with those three things set a goal, know your why, even if it's small, your goal, set a small goal, know your why, and then enlist someone to keep you accountable. Who will really keep you accountable? Absolutely. Couldn't agree more, Kat. I think those, those practical applications are right on point. I would even take that one step further, if you don't mind, just to piggyback mm -hmm. off that thought comment. There's essentially this, this concept called the Stockdale Paradox. Uh, Jim Collins talks about this in his book, Could Be Great. And we've mentioned it here on the Michigan Family Homes podcast before. But essentially, it goes back to, you know, when basically the prisoners of war were in the POW camps over mm -hmm. in Japan. And, you know, you had the optimists that would say, you know, okay, well, by Christmas, we're going to be out. Or, you know, mm -hmm. Christmas would come and go. And they were still in there. And then they would say, oh, by Easter, we're going to be out. And then Easter would come and go, and they would still be in there. 
And essentially, you had these men that were kind of dying of a broken heart. And so the Stockdale paradox goes, essentially, you have to confront the brutal facts, but you also have to face your yes. reality. You know, mm-hmm. so essentially what I'm saying is the emotional heartache that can come when you don't meet those goals like you talked about, but it's still okay. Like, that doesn't define you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, totally. Just because, yeah, just because you missed your goal that week or that month or whatever, that's okay. Like, you're still an amazing person. You mm-hmm. can still thrive and flourish. Maybe that's a good indication of how more realistic your goals should be, you mm-hmm. know, so that, we don't, so that we're not constantly beating ourselves up. And I like to, yes, and I, that's, I'm so glad you mentioned that. And uh, a lot of times, like I use the analogy of a roller coaster. So we can be like on a roller coaster, like up and down, up and down, up and down. I like to tell people like picture a train, like you're just moving forward. Like you don't have to be up and down, up and down, up and down. Like you're just moving forward. Like, um, same thing, funny thing. Like I set my goals yesterday. I, I like missed one. I'm like, it's Monday and I missed my goal, but like it's Tuesday and I'm just moving forward. Like I'm going to hit it today. Like, you just yeah. have to keep moving forward. And Mandy commented, seems more manageable. And I think that's key. Mm-hmm. It has to be manageable and realistic. And comparison is like the worst thing you could do. Like we're all different. Yep. We're all on our own journey. Like you think about what's your why, what your goals are. Like it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. This is the formal quote from Admiral Stockdale. Okay. So you must retain faith that you will prevail in the end, regardless of the difficulties. And at the same time, you must confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever that may be. So, again, I find that inspiring for myself. And especially when I'm talking with patients or if I'm going to refer someone to a health coach, I definitely tell them, look, set those goals, make them hard, make them concrete. But really don't beat yourself up over it emotionally, you know, Mm -hmm. if we're really not getting there uh, right away. Because like you said... It is a process. It is a journey. And we're going to be healthier when we get there, you know, eventually. Yeah, totally. Like even, you know, you were kind of mentioned finances. And like one example I give people too is like, okay, say you have a goal this year to make your goal is $50,000 or $100,000. Which goal would you rather fall short of? A $100,000 goal or a $50,000 goal, right? Like that that still setting it higher and falling short is better than maybe what you would have set or setting nothing at all let's say there's a woman out there listening today whether on the live feed or on the replay or even on the podcast later on who is just stressed out of her mind maybe she has a few kids and she's juggling work family balance or perhaps she is thinking about starting a family but she doesn't want to rely on over-the-counter drugs pharmaceutical medications and the standard model of cut burner poison just so that she can spend more quality time with her family be more productive at work have more energy, lose weight, sleep better, and cultivate good health for years to come. I know that's a loaded question. Yeah, that's a but tall what order. Would be your advice for her? <laughs> well, I think we've kind of already touched on it a little bit, but the first thing that I would say is that there is hope. Like change is possible. And that's one thing that I've learned, I think, um, over time is that we can get, you know, kind of like stuck in our own head and, you know, you just do the same thing for so long. It's kind of hard to, you know, just stop and, and make a change, but know that change is is possible and that there is hope and i think being a woman um even though i don't have kids i think um i know that we try to take everything on like we're like oh we can do everything like we're you know and i work with moms but we're like working taking care of kids like you know making sure everyone else is taken care of like 
that everything's done. And I think as women, we just take on a lot. And then, like I said, like we end up just like with a lot of the nurses that I work with end up being the ones that are last to take care of ourselves. So I think, um, and this is like maybe a little bit hard to say, but I think also believing that we're worth taking care of Mm -hmm. a lot of times, like I'll ask people that like, do you believe you're worth taking care of? Because when you take care of yourself, it's easy to say, oh, you'll better take care of everyone else. But you have to believe first that you're worth taking care of. So I actually would um, have my clients write down a couple of reasons why they're worth taking care of. Mm -hmm. So to any like woman first that felt that way, I would just say, like, take a couple minutes and write down why you're worth taking care of. And I think you might be surprised. It might be hard for a lot of people to find a couple of reasons um, why they're worth taking care of. And then I would go back to exactly the question that Mandy asked um, and that we kind of answered is breaking down really small goals. And I think starting with what would make the biggest difference, like what would, what would you feel best about this week? Like if you could change one thing, what would it be? And then I think lastly, um, because we are all so busy and live such crazy lives, it has to be something that can like fit into your everyday life. And I think a lot of times we're already doing it. It's mm-hmm. things that we're already doing. We could maybe just do a little better or a little bit different. And I think it's hard sometimes to see when you're in stuck in this situation, like, you know, working with someone and being like, Hey, here's some options or ideas. Like what are things you're already doing that you can maybe just get help doing a little better? Like, um, one example is, you know, a lot of times now, even tonight, I'm meeting up with a friend and we're going to go, um, to a spin class. And like, I was I was always trying to make time for everyone else. And then I'm like, exercise gets put to the wayside. But what if like you could do a call or do something while you were taking the baby for a walk or like, instead of like trying to meet up with friends for happy hour, which is also fun. Like what about squeezing in a group exercise class or going for a walk together, just trying to, you know, make changes with things you're already doing. Mm -hmm. Um, my best friend Lauren has been great at this too. Like she got her coworkers together and they went on a bike ride on their lunch break and like rented bikes around town, you know, like, just things you're already doing, but incorporating those small changes. And those little changes, once you start doing that, end up adding up to a lot. So I'm glad you mentioned that. There's actually a great TED Talk. I don't know if you love TED Talks. Like I that love TED talk. Talks. <laughs> yeah. So they say neurologically, and I appreciate this, you know, being a chiropractor is because I just deal with the central nervous system. But neurologically, the way that we develop new habits, the way that we create a new pattern is actually by doing things right after something that we already do, if that makes sense. So, you know, for example, if I want to kiss my wife, Rachel, you know, every time I walk in the door when I come home, you know, one thing they say is like, I always put my keys, you know, on the hook and then that cues my brain neurologically. Okay, now I need to go over there and give my Mm -hmm. wife a kiss. You know, simple things like that. Well, awesome, Kat. I know you've mentioned a ton of practical applications already. I hope so. I'm going to try to summarize. (laughs) I'm going to try to summarize here real quick and see if I can remember and track with you. In terms, when it comes to goal setting and when it comes to really establishing those new frameworks for a healthy wellness lifestyle, you had create the goals and set the goals, Mm -hmm. develop accountability partners, people that can keep you accountable. Yep. Even if it's only one's better than none. (laughs) Yes. And then also know your why, really establish Mm -hmm. your why and have that be very clear and rock solid because that's what's going to carry you through the foreseeable future. Is that fair to say? Yes, 100%. Fantastic. Well, again, Kat, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast, on the Facebook Live. And finally, Kat, where can people go to find more and learn more about yourself? 
Yeah, thank you for asking. Um, they can go to my website, ninelivesheath.com. So it's nine spelled out. And I also have a Facebook, um, same, just Nine Lives Health, Instagram, and Nine Lives Health. And would you also mind putting that quote that you mentioned um, in the comments? And then yes, I would like that for myself as well. Absolutely. We're going to put the Admiral Stockdale quote in the comments below. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for, for having me. Awesome. Have an awesome day. Families, we'll talk to you soon. All right, families, what'd you think? We'd love to get your feedback. If you would like to email me about anything you've heard on this or any previous edition of the Family Wellness Lifestyle Podcast, you may do so by writing Dr. Kyle at michiganfamilywellness.com and take full advantage of the Family Lifestyle Audio Library at michiganfamilywellness.com. Connect with us on social media at Michigan Family Wellness. Thanks so much for tuning in, families. Have an awesome week. And remember, we can do far more together than we could ever do apart. Now that that you've been equipped with the latest in family wellness solutions, we want to encourage you to apply these strategies right away. But the thing is, there's still so much to learn. Connect with Dr. Walner's chiropractic and nutrition office by going to michiganfamilywellness.com and click the newsletter sign-up button to join the informative and supportive community of chiropractic wellness. You will also receive as a gift from Dr. Walner a copy of Michigan Family Wellness Solutions, an invaluable resource containing dynamic tools to elevate family health and vitality. Michigan Family Wellness wants to thank you for being part of today's podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating and review.